You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. And if you would write this down, that way you can follow along with us. But the theme that the Lord has given for this house for 2017 is rooted in Jesus. Will you repeat that? Rooted. Come on, all over this place. Rooted in Jesus. Amen. So that is the word that he has given for this house. As I've said in times past, it's not limited to Shekinah Glory Fellowship Center, but it is specifically a word that God has given for this house. Again, if you're listening to this CD or if you're listening via podcast or live stream, um, let those who have ears to hear, let those who have ears to hear, hear what the Spirit says to the churches. So don't feel like, well, I'm not a member, so I can't use that. No, you can apply it to your lives as well. And the church said, amen. Now, last week, I didn't get to it, but I want to try to get to it this week. However, let me just give you a little review. Um, Learning is repetition, so I like to give you uh, information, go back over that information, then add to it. Amen. I can't take it for granted that you received everything that I said last week. And if you're not actively taking it upon yourselves to hear the word, to study God's word during the course of the week, what you heard last Sunday by Wednesday, you have literally forgotten everything that was taught. Hmm. You didn't learn everything that there is to learn about the English dialect in one setting, nor nor mathematics. So same thing with the word. It's the same thing. You know, Lord, I I think, man, it's sticking now. Why? He said that last week, and I got it this week. And some things I may say and say last week, but you didn't get it last week. So let's do a little review. So for the sake of continuity, let's go back to Colossians chapter 2. This is our foundational scripture that we're using for this year, uh, verses 6 and 7, New Living Translation. So we want to talk about a new creation on today. Someone say new creation. So, so we, we, we want to get to that. And listen, I've already given you context concerning why the Apostle Paul uh, wrote to the church at Colossians. So just let me, let's just read these verses today and we'll go back and forth throughout these teachings. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's read. And now, just as you've accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to. Now let's try everyone reading. Ready? Let's read. And now, just as you've accepted Christ as you must continue. Now, let's pause right there. Now, by a show of hands, uh, how many of you, by a show of hands, received Jesus against your will? All over this place, by a show of hands, who received? You were forced to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. None of you were forced against your will. So those of you who are believers, what you're telling me is that you willingly, consciously, at that moment, Receive Jesus on your own accord. Is that what you're saying? Okay, so since I've done that, I must continue to follow who? Him. I made this decision. And I'm saying that to say sometimes we get saved and we don't follow Jesus anymore. We still follow the crowd. We still follow that same environment from which we came. Now that I'm saved, I must continue to follow who? 
Christ, okay? Now, I ask that because if you were forced, then maybe you need to sit down and reconsider this. But if I, on my own, because I was tired, as I said last week, of living the way that I was living, man, I wanted something better. And now that I have him, you know the song they just sang about being free, freedom, who the sun sets free is free indeed. Now that I'm free, you want to stay free, walk free, live free. Amen. Now, verse 7, let your roots grow Let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built on who? Jesus. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. Now write this down again. That word roots, it connotes stability, being anchored, being balanced, being being established. So what the Lord is saying, you know, listen, it's time for believers to be a little bit more established now. There should be some uh, stability in the life of those who are believers now. Mm. You, sh- you should be a little bit more anchored now. <laughs> now, I said this last week, and this was one of the PowerPoints, one of the worst things that could happen to you as a Christian is to become complacent. You get to that place where you are self-satisfied with the status quo. I'm saved, but I don't want really, all right, you know, that that's my prerogative. I'm a private person, and I don't think nobody's... N- None of anyone else's business that they know that I'm a savior of Jesus the Christ. Excuse me, that I'm a child of the Most High or that Jesus is my savior. You get to that place where sharing the gospel is not even on my top priority things to do list. Being committed, I'm not really, you know, I go when I feel like it. It's time to be a little bit more stable, a little bit more grounded, believer. Are you with me? Now, um... Notice I said, or the scripture says, continue to follow who? Him. Can I share something with you? And we're going to see this when we deal with that new creation, a couple of things that we have to take into consideration. And if you just write this down, um, when you get saved, write this down, your spirit man becomes alive to God, the real you. You were born into sin and shaping in iniquity because of Adam. When the scripture says all have sinned and fallen short, not that literally everyone at that moment has a newborn baby. How did a newborn baby sin? You're just a month old, a day old. Well, because of the fall of Adam, all have sinned, being that he created, because of him abdicating the promise, everybody now has been infected with the sin nature. That's why he had to send the last Adam, not second. Some people say the second, no, Christ is the last Adam whereby man can be redeemed and restored back unto the Lord Jesus. But understand this, when you're born again, your spirit man becomes alive to God, okay? That's, that, that's who got saved, you. Say me. Me. Come on, say it loud. Me. Now, your mind, your attitudes, behaviors didn't get saved. That's why you can receive Jesus and still have uh, perverted thoughts. Why? Because your mind didn't get saved. Uh, that explains, well, if I really got saved, why do I still feel like, get, you know, hitting the bud? Because your mind didn't get saved. Listen, if she was fine before you received Jesus, she's going to be fine after you receive Jesus. And sometimes people talk that nonsense, all I see is God. You're telling a lie. You're telling a lie. Well, I'm sorry. Maybe you're not. Maybe you're you're telling the truth. Maybe you're telling the truth. What does he look like? 
because you're the first to see them. So, 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 so you, you know, sometimes people say, and I understand what they're trying to say when I got to say my hands look, no, my hands look the same. My feet, my feet felt the same. But there was a change. Now, I felt good on the inside. There was a change, but everything else looked the same. And I'm saying that to say we can't get under this false illusion and just think everything else is going to be smooth. No, I have to begin the process of renewing my mind because my mind did not get saved. Now, here's what's going to happen if I don't, man, I'm jumping way ahead of myself. If I don't understand that, because one of the things, and we're going to go back and forth in 1 Corinthians here in a minute, one of the things, problems that the church at Corinth had, they did not want to divorce or divorce the culture from which they came. And when we received Jesus, notice, I'm going to refer to this back and forth. Everybody, nobody raised their hand. No, I, I wanted to receive Jesus. Pastor, leave me alone. I wasn't forced. I knew exactly what I was doing. Well, you must continue to follow him. So your mind, that's a good PowerPoint. My mind didn't get saved. You need to write that down. My mind didn't get saved. That's why you, you could, again, you could get saved and be thinking about some nonsense at the altar and just receive Jesus. And that little man on your shoulder, you, you, you still gonna, we still going to do that, right? <laughs> Listen, if you were a thief before you received Jesus, hold on now, hold on, because three people are already looking like, where are you going with this? Hold on. You will still, you will, you will still, 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 did I say that right? After receiving Jesus, if your mind is renewed. If you were stingy before you got saved and don't deal with that mindset, you would be stingy and still rob God. If you had a terrible disposition before you received Jesus, you will still have a nasty attitude if my mind isn't renewed. Now, you have been delivered from the powers of darkness. The power of sin should no longer have any effect on you. Notice, your old man was crucified with Christ. And one of the things, and I know I won't get to it this week, but one of the things we have to learn how to do is, see, we don't reckon ourselves to be dead because we don't like that. We get, that's the negative confession. That, that's the Bible. Talking about your old man, consider yourself to be dead. I've never seen a dead man engaging in any activity. I never heard a dead person speak negative. <laughs> I, I've never seen a dead person uh, engaging in any illicit activities. I've never seen a dead person talk about their neighbor. Do you guys see where I'm going? Why? Because of that. So when I consider myself to be dead, in other words, when I realize that old man is dead, certain things I, I'm immune to. Why? Because she dead. Well, last week, yeah. Oh, she died last Sunday. She did. The old, the, but, but, the, but, but this one, this new one, she, she know nothing about that. Boy, y'all looking at me like, boy, y'all, you see, I'm trying to help. Boy, I, I, I'm going uh, to need uh, three, four weeks just on this new creation. I'm trying to help people because what we're trying to do, I, I, I want you, the Lord wants you to live uh, on Thursday like you do on Sunday. He wants you to live on Friday night like you do on Sunday morning. He wants you to live on Monday morning, Tuesday afternoon, like you do on Sunday. And most oftentimes, you know, we, we put this thing on Sunday, then Monday is back to usual. That's, that's not how it's supposed to be for you, the believer. So what happens, let, let, let me help you something. And, and, and I'm dabbling a little bit, a little bit uh, in pastor's area 
of expertise in any way, anywhere that I fall to, just 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 help me out here. Uh, because it, it, even though we took uh, counseling in school, uh, she's more in-depth in that area of psychology. But what happens if I fail to renew my mind, then I'm in, I get in that realm of what is called cognitive dissonance, where I now have conflicting beliefs. That proves why you will know something's wrong for you, but because of cognitive dissonance, I still engage in it, being that there has not been enough information received to uproot those old attitudes and behaviors whereby I can totally walk away from it. So I dwell in that land of, that's, that explains why she can shout on Sunday morning and he doing some craziness on Sunday afternoon. Cognitive dissonance, conflicting beliefs. Watch this. You hear people say, here go a prime example. The next time you hear somebody say, I, I know I shouldn't be eating this. The, the doctor told me don't eat this pork. But it didn't hurt my grandma. Cognitive dissonance. Conflicting. Are you here? So, see, I'm going somewhere with this. Listen to this. It's the mental stress or discomfort experienced by an individual who holds two or more contradictory beliefs, ideas, or values at the same time performs an action that is contradictory to their beliefs, ideas, or values. Now, I ain't doing that anymore. Girl, but I love you. Now, I don't want to bowl. I don't like bowling. Cogn but you bowl anyway. That's cognitive dissonance. I'm not throwing rocks at my neighbor's glass house anymore. Why? Because I'm saved. But because of that cognitive dissonance and they didn't speak to you, I'm going to throw it anyway. See, that those, those conflicting beliefs, man. See, I, I'm trying to make it plain because every week my philosophy is be better today than you were the day before. So I'm trying to, to talk in a manner in which nobody, you know, hey, because certain words you use, people, he talking about me. So if I use things that you don't normally do, maybe you won't. <laughs> now, here, here's the thing. It, it causes anxiety. Listen, see, because, man, I tell people the, one of the first things you need to do immediately after you get saved is begin the process of renewing your mind. That's why. But see, I had to learn this because I used to think people, once you got saved, man, you were, but I didn't realize your mind had to get renewed. And, and we see things like, he a hypocrite. He just said a bad word. His mind ain't being renewed. How can you say that man ain't saved if he really gave his life to the Lord? Matter of fact, you know, we're not telling you to go out here and use ex expletives, but Peter cursed. Jesus didn't say one word to Peter, or it's not written what he said to him anyway if he did. Now, we're not encouraging that, but my point is, no, his, as, as his mind is renewed, he'll make, he, he'll make sure that everything that comes out of his mouth edify those who hear, and he'll put away maybe talk that's not. Okay, y'all looking like, man. That explains sometimes why somebody can, you know, they can slip, whatever slip mean to you. Why? Because if that mind hadn't been renewed, slip on the ice. Boy, y'all. But listen. <laughs> but this, let, me tell, let, let me tell you what, what, where the anxiety coming in, and, I, and I'm going somewhere. It comes from, from simultaneously holding contradictory uh, attitudes and beliefs, man, that are in, incompatible. And let me say something. And when this happens, 
psychology says that you become, or in the field of psychology, it says um, individuals who experience inconsistencies tends to become psychologically uncomfortable. Let me show you something. James 1, 5 through 7, New Living Translation. You become psychologically uncomfortable, split-minded. Thank you. I get it. So you become, what did I say? You become what? Psychologically uncomfortable. That, that, thank you, Holy Spirit. That's why when you really get saved, you, you, you don't want to even enjoy it no more. You're like, man, what am I doing? I, don't, I can't even get it. I was talking to somebody the other day, and they said, man, I, I really couldn't drink because I, I, I drink a whole lot, but I never got drunk. Well, because... Hmm? Like, man, when I, I usually get a, a high after about the fourth one. but Or, or you, you do those things that you used to do, but, I mean, you really don't, you don't enjoy me anymore. Why? Because I'm not, but because my mind hadn't been renewed, there's this psychological. If you need wisdom, let's do what? Ask our generous God, and he will give it to you how? Oh, this is the wrong translation, but anyway, literally. But anyway, he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. Verse 6, everyone read out loud. But when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in him. Sound like Colossians, man. Once you find Jesus, there's no need to search for any other. So make sure that your faith is in him alone. Do not what? Okay, do not what? Why? For a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Notice, unsettled. They're not stable. Not rooted. Wow. Why? Because there, there are conflicting beliefs and let not that man. See, you even have to fight beliefs that God doesn't want you prosperous. You could, you, you, could live at, you could live impoverished as a Christian because you heard them say, whoever they are and them are and grandma or whoever say, grandpa say that, that, that it, it, it ain't about money and the Lord don't want you prosperous. You, you, you have to be poor to be humble. See, if you believe that, you let not that man think he'll receive anything. Why? Because he's unstable. Why? Because you believe that you have to die something. And all you need is one biblical example of somebody who was just caught up like Enoch, like Elijah. You, all you need is an example like Moses. When he went to the grave, he, he was still full of vigor, 120 years old. But if you believe you have to die something, as much as the Lord has already provided your healing for you. Some people may not, they may not walk in. Why? Because there's conflict in beliefs. On one end, I, see, on one end, watch this. You walk around the house. I'm hit by Jesus stripes. I'm healed. But you haven't dealt with those conflicting beliefs that all your life you heard. Well, well, Papa had green toe. Hmm? Are you here? L listen, that's why it's good to uh, notice in Colossians we've seen that once you get rooted in Jesus, your faith will grow. It's, it's hard to believe God, man. And you haven't believed him all the way up until then. And all of a sudden now, you want to be a giant in the faith. No. We walk by faith. The just shall live by faith. So it's a lifestyle, not something you try to tap into when I need $20. No. I do this every day. I confess this. So when I need $20, I don't stress. I, I, I don't faint. Why? Because I don't talk this up so much. I'm so convinced that God is able to do, manifest what he promises somebody by 5 o'clock going to hand me $20. So you, you, you practice this. So when the enemy does try to uh, uh, assault you any kind of way, you're so built up and strong that, man, this ain't nothing. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. 
So, so but most people, because, because they don't deal with it, they stay in that land, land of wavering. So that is prime example. That explains the variation of manifestations in different Christians' lives. Well, why he get it? Maybe he lives by faith. Why did she get it? And she, why he lived and he died? Well, maybe he walked by faith. And just because you are a Christian doesn't necessarily mean that the promises just, even though they are entitled to you, they're not handed down because you saved. Because you're a Christian? No. My faith causes them to come into my position. So, so, so that's why even when people talking, people who don't understand this, they say, well, this, that, well, he a Christian, yeah, but I don't know what he said, nor do I know what he believed or what kind of thoughts he had to deal with when he received Jesus Christ. So that explains, uh, again, this, this I always tell y'all this. Listen, there can be 99, Brother Frederick, that it didn't work for. Find the one. Watch this. And if I can't find one, you'll be the first one. That should be the mindset. I searched all over. Couldn't find nobody. I searched high and low. Still couldn't find nobody. So I said, Lord, use me. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.